0: the road, and pray to God, I see headlights, I made it down the coast in 17 hours, Taking me a bird, down not dog, but cloud, and I'm hoping, a- hello, 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 welcome to the Nick Cage Marathon Podcast by Tim Stewart, hi everybody, my name is Timothy Stewart, I go by Tim, Tim as in Tiny Tim, last name Stewart. Follow me on Twitter. My handle is Tim Stewart 3000. Some of you guys if you're listening to me right now, you're probably Star Wars fans. By the way, guys, I love the Star Wars community on Twitter. I got to tell you, it's the most positive experience I've ever had. You know, Twitter can be such a really vile, vile, nasty place. We all know this. We've all been caught up in these like arguments on Twitter. I try not to do that anymore, that's a terrible, terrible thing to get into, we all know. Today I, I went outside of the Star Wars community just a little bit, I posted something, and of course, you know, the reactions were pretty bad, so I, I, I noticed that none of my Star Wars friends on Twitter uh, reacted, and uh, you know, that's because they knew what I was doing, I was straying away from the safe, from the safe space, and I was uh, getting over there into the um, to the bad part of the Twitter universe. So anyway, it all worked out, I just ignored it, and I came back over to my friends. Also, some great Nick Cage fans, Nicholas Cage fans that I've uh, gotten to know here and interact with. Uh, By the way, that music was uh, the song Wagon Wheel by Old Crow Medicine Show. You know, it was Darius Rucker that really got the big hit on uh, Wagon Wheel. I think it's a pretty decent song, but I love the Old Crow Medicine Show version much better than the Darius Rucker. The, the more mainstream version was the Darius Rucker. For those of you who don't know Darius Rucker, Darius Rucker was Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. He's a country singer now, of course. Uh, but the Wagon Wheel by Old Crow Medicine Show is just a lot more down-home, a lot more folksy. Little less mainstream country and more just kind of Americana, which I really really love that shit guys i um, so good. So so good. So go listen to Old Crow medicine show wagon Wheel, if you get a chance on Spotify or anywhere else where you get your streaming music So today we are gonna go over a few Nicolas Cage movies looking forward to it now Now for those of you who don't know I started this a while back because what happened was, you know Nicolas Cage has always been one of my favorite Actors, okay, and you know somewhere around the mid-2000s. I just kind of quit watching Any movies that he was in now. I don't know specifically why maybe I, I just didn't have a good way to watch them You know back then it was all about TiVo, right? We weren't even streaming yet But you know, I noticed over the past couple of years and you've probably noticed this too If you're on Hulu if you're on Netflix if you're on Amazon Prime any of these main streaming apps you're seeing all of these Nicolas Cage movies just popping up, right? And if you even just add one of them to your list, you're seeing a lot more. And it started dawning on me that, God, how many movies has he done? You know, like four or five a year he, he does. So so I had to, you know, go watch a couple of them. And then I realized there were so many of them, I just wanted to watch all of them. And so I started, I decided I was going to do a Nicolas Cage marathon, and just start watching all the movies. So I'm starting at the top of the IMDb list and I'm just watching every movie going down. If a new movie is released, like Pig was re- released recently, so I'll go back to the top to watch the new one and then I'll I'll come back where I left off working my way down. So it's pretty fun because Nicolas Cage, as I'm going through all of these movies, he's kind of like Benjamin Button. You know, he's getting younger and younger and younger as, as the years go and as I start watching more and more movies, he's getting younger and younger. He's going from old to young while I do this, so it's kind of cool, it's kind of fun. Now, the challenge that I'm having right now, I am about 18 movies in. The last one that I watched was Vengeance, A Love Story, which was pretty good, I liked it, I really liked it, and I'm about 18 movies in. Every time I do 10 movies, a set of 10, I'm going to rank those set of 10, okay? So I've got the first ranking out, and now I'm almost to my second set of 10 where I'll release. My second set of rankings. And that's pretty fun. It kind of keeps it interesting. And then eventually I'm thinking at the tail end of this, after I've seen every single movie, I'm gonna put all of these movies in a big bracket, okay? And I'm gonna seed them accordingly. And I'm gonna need everybody's help to vote on these, okay, to see who's the champion. But the only caveat is you cannot vote on a matchup unless you have seen both movies in the matchup, okay? So if I'm pairing up jujitsu, jujitsu against you know, Face Off, cause you know, Jiu is definitely gonna be one of the worst, I can tell you that. And then like Face Off or Leaving Las Vegas, some of the really big ones that he's known for, those are probably gonna be one of the best, but you cannot vote for Face Off over jujitsu unless you watch both movies. That's gonna be the promise that you have to make before you vote on the bracket when that time comes. Okay, that's still a ways down the, down the line. I, I'm only 18 movies in, I'm only in the year 2017, guys. I, I haven't even gotten to the year 2016 yet, and I've already seen 17 movies. I think he had like five movies in 2017, four and 18, five and 19. I mean, this guy is a workhorse, man. He just like works, right? I mean, I guess he's just, he's an actor. That's what he does. He works just one after the other on these movies. So, and I have to say, I've thoroughly enjoyed most of these movies. I really do. I mean, I don't understand some of these 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 reviews that you see on IMDb, I hate those. I mean, they're so negative, most of them. You know, and I've thoroughly enjoyed. There's only been one or two that I haven't enjoyed as much, um, but I still like most of them. One of the one of the interesting things is uh, even some of the ones that I've rated lower are more memorable to me. Like, uh, in the last episode, I talked about in, I talked about that movie Between Worlds. You know, that was kind of a weird movie, and it. I didn't like the way it ended, but for some reason I remember more about that movie than I do some of the ones I'm going to talk about today. So the ones I'm going to talk about today, I don't remember these as much and so that's the challenge. I'm trying to get caught up, you know, as I do these podcasts, it'll be more, I'll I'll do them as I see the movies a lot more recently so I remember everything, but since I just started the podcast and I'm 18 movies in, I'm going to talk about four at a time right now and I'm going to try to go back and remember. And it's just based on memory, so I may not remember everything. I definitely don't remember most of the character names. I do have them pulled up in front of me here, so I'm going to try to do my best. But the movies we're going to go over today, we're just working up the list on the rankings, okay? The last episode, the were the bottom four of my first set of ten rankings. So on the last episode, we did Jiu-Jitsu, Between Worlds, Willy's Wonderland, and Grand Isle. Today, we're going to hit up The Crudes, A New Age. Running with the Devil Primal and a score to settle. Okay, now I did enjoy pretty much all four of these movies So let's get started with the Croods a new age and if you haven't seen the Croods or the Croods a new age It's pretty good. I mean you got Nicolas Cage. He's the patriarch. He's the voice. Okay, this is an animated show You probably know already. This is the sequel to the Croods and they're a cave man, a cave person family, cave woman, cave kids, cave man, cave people. They're a cave people family. And, you know, in the in the sequel here, uh, by the way, some other voice actors in the show, Ryan Reynolds, the great Ryan Reynolds, the great Emma Stone, Nicolas Cage. You can't go wrong here, guys. You just can't go wrong, okay? So... This was a lot of fun, you know, so basically the teenage daughter uh, They I guess in in part one if I remember correctly, they met uh, another boy Who was like a teenage boy, right? And so the daughter and the boy are kind of falling in love They're they're gonna get married or something, you know, so so the Croods are kind of a rough-and-tumble family They all sleep in a big pile with one another and in this sequel they come across a new like a new space where there's like protection and walls and everything. It's a really beautiful community, and there's another family living there. They're called the Bettermans, okay? So the Bettermans seem to be better in every way. They have better technology, they have a better way to grow food, and they have a daughter that uh, seems to capture the attention of the young man. I guess it's Guy, right? Guy is the character's name, but, um, and so Emma Stone's character, which is Eep, I think, well, she gets a little jealous, of course, and and so the story goes on. and, and like you said, like I said, guys, I, there's honestly a lot I don't remember about the show. So please forgive me. But but it's a it's a great cartoon show, uh, animated, I should say. It's a great show if you like these kind of funny animated shows. It's perfect, and uh, it's got all the prehistoric stuff. You know, they have a lot of tension that builds up with the Bettermans, of course, as you can see. And I think. I think by the end of it, you know, they figure out a way to work and live together. But, uh, oh, and the grandma, the grandma was hilarious. The grandma was very funny. Honestly, guys, I do apologize. I don't really remember a lot about The Cruise of New Age, but I did watch it and I did rate it at the time and I rated it a seven. So it's a pretty decent movie. Go check it out. The next one is Running with the Devil. This one co-stars Lawrence Fishburne. And Lawrence Fishburne in this movie, he's not the, you know, the guy we remember from the Matrix so much, uh, the good, cool, you know, the awesome Morpheus, you know, with the sunglasses and of course he's about 20 years older in this movie. 25 years probably. And but Lawrence Fishburne nonetheless, he's he's a great actor. I love Lawrence Fishburne and Nicolas Cage they're in this movie together. And in this movie, and again, I don't remember a lot about this movie which just goes to show you that maybe it wasn't that memorable, but there were some great parts that I do remember, and I think the ending is really what what got me on this. Like, why did it end that way? That was my big question, okay? So, the premise of the movie is Nicolas Cage and Lawrence Fishburne, they work for some kind of, like, cocaine cartel, okay? And so, uh, there's a shipment somewhere along the way that gets hijacked. There's missing cocaine, and and they have to go follow the, they have to basically follow the traffic all the way from like Columbia, all the way up to the United States. And they have to, you know, they have to see where in the supply chain that the shipment is getting, you know, jacked, right? So, so they go and they do that. And, um, and Nicholas Cage, he also, he works for this cartel, but he also, he's a chef at a restaurant in Seattle. I don't even know if they actually filmed it in Seattle, but, um. A lot of the shots supposedly take place in Seattle. Lawrence Fishburne, he lives in Seattle, too. And and uh, really, I think what, if I remember correctly, Lawrence Fishburne is is stealing some of the coke, maybe? I, I, I can't remember for sure. But, dude, this guy, his character is crazy, man. He's like, in he, he, he does the drugs, he gets the prostitutes, he's lacing it with fentanyl, okay? So people are dying from it and he's just a crazy junkie in this movie. And then, and then Nicholas Cage, they, they end up having to walk a shipment of cocaine, I think through the wilderness in Washington. They're taking it across the Canadian border. And I think Nicholas Cage falls off a cliff. Lawrence Fishburne, you know, tries to hide it. And then, you know, he gets busted. At the end of the day, it ends uh, kind of tragically. You'll have to go see it. I'm sorry I don't remember more about it. it. It was a fun movie, but it was one of the first ones I started in the marathon, so it's been a while since I've seen it. This one and The Cruise of New Age, okay? So moving on to the next one, Primal. Now, Primal is very memorable to me. I love Primal. Primal was a great movie. I don't understand why people rated it lower, okay? So here's the premise of Primal, okay? And, and I do apologize this week that I don't remember the characters' names so much. I can I can look it up real quick here primal Yeah, his name is Frank Walsh. Nicholas plays a guy named Frank Walsh who is a This guy is somebody who goes to exotic places like the Amazon jungle and he captures wild animals like in in this case a white tiger Right, so he goes down there. He he captures a white tiger uh, Or maybe it's a white leopard. It's some kind of like exotic uh, cat animal and he you know his whole thing that he does is he captures these exotic animals from these wild places and he takes them around the world and sells them to zoos okay so he's got a lot of these animals and he's in South America in Brazil and he, he he gets on a boat right with these wild animals he's got this this white tiger i think it's a tiger i will double- no it's a jaguar it's a white jaguar which obviously could eat a human being Okay, and he has all these other uh, exotic animals like birds and parrots and monkeys and you know Anything you could think of that you could find in the jungle, right? And he's got them in all these cages and so he goes to the you know the main ship the shipping dock there out of Brazil You know because he was in the Amazon jungle and and he, and he he all of his stuff goes on the boat Right, and then there's like some CIA agents there from the United States and they have a fugitive that they have tracked down Okay and this fugitive is a really mean guy played by Kevin Durand. I don't know if any of you guys know who Kevin Durand is, but he always plays a really mean guy. Usually, he does a really great bad guy. And in this case, he is just this psychopathic like fugitive that they have and they've got him all chained up in a cage, you know. So just imagine now. Uh, there's a bunch of CIA agents, a few ex-military people, uh, and then Nicolas Cage with all of his wild exotic animals, and they're all on this boat, the ship together, and they're and they're they're sailing from Brazil up through the Caribbean to the United States. So just imagine now what could possibly go wrong in this scenario, okay? So you've got this murderous crazy fugitive, you've got all these wild animals on a ship, and they're all contained. It's kind of like Con Air. On a ship, okay, except uh, really only one convict and a bunch of other people a lot of innocent people It's not it's not so much a uh, it's not like a commercial cruise liner. It's like a freight liner, right? But you still have like the crew you got the CIA agents you got some ex-military people on there and you've got uh, Frank Walsh the guy who has all these exotic animals, so he's trying to protect his animals And then if you can just use your imagination real quick about what could possibly go wrong in this scenario, well, pretty much everything went wrong. The fugitive got loose. The wild animals got loose. Everybody was fighting for their lives. Frank Walsh, was trying. Nicolas Cage's character, was trying to save his animals. Just use your imagination and imagine how much crazy shit could happen in that scenario. And that's exactly what happened. And it was a great movie. I liked it. I had a lot of fun with it. Go watch Primal, it was really good, loved it. All right, next one is A Score to Settle. This is the last one I'm gonna go over today. And I do apologize guys, I, I wish I remembered more about Running with the Devil. It was a decent show, but you know, it just wasn't memorable enough for some reason. But A Score to Settle, I really like A Score to Settle, okay? So A Score to Settle starts off with Nicholas Cage's character, his name is Frank Carver. So he plays Frank again, a different Frank this time, Frank Carver. Okay, and Frank Carver gets out of prison. Okay, and you get the you get the idea. He's been there a long time And when he gets out of prison, he's picked up by his son. He has a son That's about you know, maybe 25 26 27, you know in his upper 20s and And he reconnects with his son You know really here's what happens the premise of the story is this Nicholas Cage's character his character Frank Carver he took the fall for the local crime syndicate that he was a part of, okay? Uh, all of his old pals in the local crime organization, he took the fall for them, even though he didn't do it, and he spent 19 years in prison. So as you can imagine, when he got out of prison, he was pretty fucking pissed, right? He wants to go sell the score with all of the people that put him away, okay? But the only thing that's keeping him from doing that really is... Uh well, I mean honestly, it's his son, right? It, his son is like his conscience, okay? Because his son wants him to walk away from that life. Let it go, you know? Uh don't don't go looking for revenge. There's nothing good at the end of that road, you know? So he's really happy. He he goes to an old his old house that that they used to live in and he had buried some money back there. So so they take the taxi. He goes he goes and he digs up this trunk full of money. So there's like Hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash. So they take the money. They go check into like an awesome resort hotel, and they ch- they get the biggest suite in the um, in the you know in the hotel. And he's just enjoying life. You know, he's hanging out with his with his son and that he hasn't seen in 19 years. And um, you know, obviously they have a lot of father-son issues that they have to work out. So so they go through that. But, uh, you know, here's what ends up happening though. He is very, you know, he's got some medical conditions, uh, this uh, Frank Carver here. He's got some medical conditions and he cannot sleep. He has insomnia, right? So, So, him and his son have a really great time during the day and then at night, he leaves the hotel and he goes, starts looking for these other people from his past that he needs to settle the score with, you know? And one of those people is played by Benjamin Bratt, okay? Benjamin Bratt did a great job in this movie. I will just I won't spoil the whole movie for you okay, but I will just tell you that he goes and settles his scores as best he can and there is a very big surprise ending a twist at the very end of the show a very big surprise twist and I gotta tell you guys this show actually almost made me cry there was a, a couple of moments in there uh, because of the father-son relationship the actor that played the son uh, his name is uh, Noah Legros I don't know that I've seen him around in a lot of things, but I can tell you he did a great job I mean it, it moved me a Tear kind of came down from my eye a couple times, especially toward the end uh, I thought Nicholas Cage did a great job in his role and That's it. I definitely recommend a score to settle. I definitely recommend primal Running with the devil, I wouldn't like go out of my way to see it But if you just want to see a good crime show with cartels and cocaine and drugs and you know uh, Lawrence Fishburne, you know, like hanging out with prostitutes and doing a lot of coke That's a, that's a good one. You can go see and then of course if you like the animated funny stuff a a new age the crude's a new age is also pretty good. So That's gonna be about it guys as far as the Nicolas Cage uh, movies now next time we are gonna go over. I'm gonna go over uh, the top two on that first ten list. Okay, uh, the color out of space, the color out of space, which was pretty wild, and Kill Chain, which was my favorite out of those first ten. And so I definitely recommend Kill Chain. That is my favorite out of the first ten. Can't wait to talk about that one. I do remember a lot about that one. And that's about it for today. Um, I do hope that all of you have a great weekend. I'm sipping on my wine already. Uh, As as some of you that follow me on Twitter, I I did call myself a wine connoisseur at the grocery store level. So I got a great bottle here, and I'm starting to sip on it because it's been a hard week. It's been a rough, hard week at work. And I'm glad it's the weekend. So cheers, everybody. Come hang out with me on Twitter. I'm on there a lot. We talk a a lot of Star Wars. A lot of Nick Cage here and it's going to be a lot of fun and hope you guys have a great weekend. Talk to you soon.